This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward, and college football season is in full swing. I am a happy Tanya. We're having a great time in our household watching college football, but I tell you one thing, college football is as weird as this hard market we're in. It's a really weird, not just season, but like cycle of seasons, but this sure you have just a lot of really weird stuff. Not only Alabama's different, Clemson's different, but to not have Nebraska in the conversation, I'm ready for Nebraska to be back in the conversation. There's just so much history there. Notre Dame, like I know they're in the top 10 or 15, but are they ever going to get back to who they were or is this just the new normal? I think Everybody within the sports industry wants Notre Dame to be up there. Because if you look back over the last 20 years, when they haven't been this major powerhouse, they're still usually up there because of of their lack of strength of schedule. And then they go in and they play the quote unquote big boys that have been historically good in the last two decades. And they usually bring Rudy in and get sent home. But to see Notre Dame be successful and standing on their reputation would be absolutely fantastic. I'm with you on that for sure. It would be good for college football. And maybe I'm in that camp that says, I just need some of my mainstays to always be my mainstays. And I don't know if that's just a creature of habit kind of personality or what. The Notre Dames, the Nebraskas, Clemson was good way back, but they're really good over the last 10 years. So they've become sort of one of the newbies. Of course, Alabama. But then we got tired of Alabama. But Alabama before Coach Saban was a hot mess express. They were, but they have the history of Bear Bryant. and You've left USC out of this whole conversation. USC is a, was a long-term powerhouse. They were. They were a long-term powerhouse, but I'm also leaving Texas out of this conversation because Texas falls in that same category as Notre Dame. Everyone wants Texas to be good again. ESPN is just like slobbering all over themselves every year trying to make Texas great. And Texas continues to fall short. And yet here they are, hot start, looking pretty good. So I know there's different opinions there, but there just are these prototypical historical powerhouses that some of us, maybe college football in general, needs them to stay powerhouses. And then there's the newbies that want to get in the club and I don't really know what we want to happen with them. I think that's exactly how we as insurance agents feel. We've had such success with particular carriers for so long. Now that we're not having that same success, i.e. Alabama, we've had two or three unfortunate weeks and we're freaking out right? We're not thinking about Florida State or Texas or Miami or Notre Dame because Alabama has been so good for so long. We didn't need the other guys. What we forget is that it doesn't matter how we feel that Alabama is struggling. Alabama's still Alabama. The unfortunate part of being 
from the Alabama camp is that eight and two and nine and three is a disaster year, whereas it's an incredible year for looking on the outside in, trying to break into that perennial top 15 club. A&M would love to have a nine and three year instead of an eight and four year. But at Alabama, that's terrible. And what you have to think about is no matter what happens, Alabama's still Alabama. And if you don't lace them up tight and you don't come out to fight, then they'll kick your butt even in a down year. And that's the difference between long-term stable programs and upstarts. Everybody's on the Colorado bandwagon. Great for college football. Great for the University of Colorado. The PR and branding that he's bringing to the table is incredible. But now he's about to go through the gauntlet of Oregon, USC, Washington State looks pretty good. Washington looks really good. He's about to go through that and he's about to really find out, is the hype really there? I see Colorado being along the same lines of a TCU and a Cincinnati. They're going to be really fantastic in their world. But when they get the opportunity to step up into the next world, I don't think they're going to be able to hang for a while. Spoken like a true SEC fan right there, right? It's all fine and dandy out there in your world. But when you come into our world, it's a different ballgame. That's been proven quite some time. (laughs) There's a real correlation with us here in the industry with our carriers. I really hear agents struggling with, I don't have any carriers. I don't have any place to write this. I don't have, my business isn't what it's supposed to be. And it's because we're not embracing the Colorados, the Florida States, the Miamis that are really available to us right now because we are so used to having Alabama to play with. This weekend, I had the opportunity to co-host with a gentleman that was a former member of the Million Dollar Band at Alabama. And he was just in mourning throughout this game, right? And he couldn't stop talking about the game to do what we needed to do. We were in Alabama. Probably 80% of the people in the audience were Bama fans. And so it worked for our event. But it really was like watching this total devastation on this human being for four hours. And I was getting the exact same vibe that I get when talking to so many independent agents out there. I am just coming to grips with the fact that I'm not a true fan of much of anything. I don't get sick about when their team is not winning or their team is not good. And therefore, it's not something that necessarily bothers me when I think about your comparison here within traditional carriers. And do I love working with large traditional national carriers? Absolutely. I want to be clear on that. I do that. We do that. We have large multi-state partnerships with large national carriers, those carriers in some cases have had to pull back and have had to restrict some writings and they've had to shore up their profitability to get their surplus back in line to make their balance sheet strong. And I want them to do that. But we do have some Colorados and we are working with a few of the Colorados type carriers out there 
because they're coming to the table, they're bringing capacity, they're stable. There's nothing saying that we're taking huge risk from a stability or carrier financial responsibility standpoint, but we're not so head stuck in the sand to the point that it's like, we're only going to write with these carriers over here in this bucket, no matter what. I don't think as independent agencies that we can do that. There are so many carriers out there that are finally catching up on the technology side, on the efficiency side. They're doing some very basic things. They're all doing commission statement downloads to go with their policy downloads into the management systems. And because of that, what would have put them on the fringe, it makes them easier to consider working with because now they're checking all the boxes. They just may not have this large brand to work with in terms of consumer awareness. In other words, they're like the independent agencies of our carriers, right? They don't have the big brand. They don't have the big brand spend, but that doesn't mean they're not amazing. That's right. Everybody sees Alabama on the schedule and and it's like asterisk. Alabama is always going to be the asterisk on everybody's schedule every year. And it's just the way it is. And there is such a great correlation here. I'm really impressed by you. You don't impress me often, but when you do impress me, it's... I think that was one of the most backhanded compliments (laughs) I've ever received in my entire life. It's pretty impressive that you made this correlation between college football and the independent agency channel and our carriers because it's spot on. It's giving respect where respect is due to our large nationals, but it's also understanding that we're independent business owners and we have customers to serve and we have to think about these additional partners, these new partners potentially that we should consider. And frankly, they need to be part of the portfolio because they too check all the boxes They just don't bring the brand to the table that makes it easier for us. We don't name a carrier very often because we try to keep everybody happy. But I do want to give a shout out to Pi Insurance because to me, they're like the Colorado of the carriers that we've been working with and that I've been seeing at trade shows. And I love the folks from Pi and the way that they really embrace what their brand is and who they are. And the first time I saw them at a trade show, they had these amazing, freshly baked hot apple pies set up at their booth. Everybody was going to their booth because of this. It was the flashiest thing that was in there. And then they were at our Integra conference and got these handmade made hand pies from a locally sourced female-owned bakery in Austin. And they always find these really unique ways to incorporate their brand in what they're doing. And it reminded me of Coach Prime this week at Colorado with the scenario with the sunglasses when Colorado State's coach made the snarky comment about his mom taught him that you take your sunglasses and your hat off when you speak to adults. And Coach Prime decided to make a positive out of it and bought sunglasses for all of his players, and it was a really fun thing. So to me, Pi has not historically been one of our powerhouse carriers, but because of their PR and their flash, we're talking about them on the podcast. It's a great analogy. And when you're, they're an insured tech, they're specialty carrier in the workers comp market today. And we have some previous carrier relationships that are now over at Pi. And so it's an easy transition for us. But things that you can do to carve out 
a niche in the brand space is really important when you are the underdog. We love the underdog. I think that's why we're rooting for Dion. That's why we're rooting for Coach Prime. And we're jumping on that bandwagon is because really and truly he's an underdog. He's not, but he is. What Dion does is he owns who he is. He's always been that way. He knows these kids. The really crazy thing is he grew up watching these kids. All of these things that he brings to the table, it just creates this really unique branding opportunity. I love that analogy there because that's how you have to position yourself. And really looking at Pi, they're positioning themselves to their customer, which is their agent. They are not thinking beyond that. They're thinking about their customer as the agent, and they're really positioning themselves to be strong there for the agency channel. Whereas you see some other situations in SureTech specific who tried to position themselves consumer first, and then, oh, by the way, we're going to have to bring and plug the agents into this thing so that it'll actually work. And we're not telling you to drop your relationships with your carriers that have always been there. If you've listened to more than 15 minutes of any of our podcasts, you probably know that I'm a huge LSU fan. I bleed purple and gold and will until I die. But that does not mean that have this really cool interest in Colorado or Kansas, or I haven't loved to support TCU or South Carolina or Texas A&M or Southern Miss. I have my secondary teams that I really love to cheer for as long as they're not playing my Tigers on Saturday night. So that's what we're suggesting is let's talk about internally within your agency, within your staff, like why you should have these secondary carriers and embrace them and support them. I'll speak specifically to your larger partners. If they're one of the carriers and most of them are, who's going through it right now? One of the things I've been saying is understand and partner with them and help them get back to profitability. And if you partner with them as an agency owner and you're not remarketing the good business away from them, you're allowing them to take their rate. You're allowing them to get back in the black. That's partnering with them. But the reality of it is that they may have restrictions on new business and you may take that in a way that's they're not partnering back with me, Shane. And I'm like, no, that's not true. They're having to do some things to get back in the black. They're having to do some things to shore up their balance sheet so that their reinsurance costs don't blow them out of the water or they have the right capacity to bring themselves back into the marketplace on a stronger basis. So while that's happening, understand that you can both partner with your traditional longstanding, honoring those commitments to those longstanding carriers, and you can introduce yourself. You can bring some of these new smaller carriers along that want to do business, that have capacity, and you can end up in a better place. If I'm over here writing business with XYZ company, it's because you've minimized my capacity and I need to do that. And I'm honoring the new partnership, but I've not abandoned my old partnership. That's the beauty of the independent agency system. It's not an abandonment situation. It's a choice situation. Yes, I was watching the Colorado State game Saturday night at 10 p.m., but I was sitting there in my LSU shirt. I was not watching the Colorado State game because I'm 
old. We decided we could not stay up and manage that. And I'm so glad I didn't because it turned into one of those games that went into, what, two overtimes? I'm that guy that used to click the TV on and then there was a rugby match going on. And then it turned out to be the longest rugby match in the history of rugby. Like you can't leave. You're there. You're in. Well, with a 930 start time or something like that, I can't even start it. You're making me have flashbacks to that LSU Texas A&M game that went till 230 in the morning because it went into seven overtimes. Seven overtimes. I was watching that game and I couldn't leave it. I'm blurry eyed the next morning because I'm committed to that game. So the best thing for me is to just not even started. There was an article that came out in the insurance journal this week that just really made my eyes bug out when I read the first sentence. And the first sentence of that was the total net underwriting loss of $24.5 billion for the U.S. property and casualty industry after the first six months of 2023 is $2 billion less than the total losses recorded for all of 2022. Just that in and of its Self, when you look at our industry as a whole, that scares the heck out of me. That hits a whole lot of surplus when you have that type of situation. And of course, that's on top of previous years. It's not like we're losing money, but we made money last year. And this is as an industry, and this is all property and casualty, big picture type stuff. It's things that we already knew. It's things that we already understood in terms of trends and where things were going and where things had been. I think the number's a little bigger than we thought. That's the real scary part. My brain doesn't even truly fathom the idea of what a billion dollars is. I just can't imagine having that many zeros in my bank account. It's the idea of $24.5 billion in six months is just something that I can't even wrap my head around. Yeah, my new reference for that for our iPhone users out there is your calculator on your iPhone. If you have your phone vertical, you can only see up to 999999999, right? You can't get to a billion dollars on your iPhone calculator. It's so big that you got to turn your phone to actually see the real number and get it out of the formula calculation that it shows. This is another place where Android technology is superior because I can get up to 15 digits, which is in the hundreds of trillions. Is that vertical? Yes. Whatever, because nobody's on those phones. There's only five of y'all in the U.S. and maybe 12 globally. Ah, bless your heart. It's a big number. It wasn't just one billion. It was 24 and a half of those billions. It does speak to this helping our carriers reach the level back to profitability. We need our carriers to find the place of success again, because what is a distribution channel without anything to sell? At the very core of the independent agency channel is that we're the sales channel for independent agency carriers. And if the carriers have no product to offer, quote, capacity, then we have nothing to sell. We are in this together. We have this inherent interest in seeing our large nationals, our super regionals, our traditional carriers find their way back to the path of profitability. This is all of us together. I think that's a high school musical song. Maybe I'm a girl dad. Remember that. But we should cue that up probably about right here if we were really wanted to drive 
our producer nuts. That would definitely drive him nuts. Absolutely it would. (laughs) All in this together. Anyway, anyway, I won't sing for you, but we are all in this together in terms of getting back to a healthy place. Consumers don't get it. It's okay. That's our jobs. That's why we're the translators. That's why we're valuable. I saw a, a really cool little snippet. We have to see challenges as opportunities and not threats. That's where we're at right now. We need to be able to use this time to see these challenges as opportunities to show value, to show our worth, to show what we do and who we are and not see it as threats. The natural human thing to do is see it as a threat. And that's one of those great little sayings that you write down or those things that I always say, those sermon notes that when the pastor says something like that and you write it down, but then when you try to apply it to life, it's not nearly as cute as it was when it comes out of your mouth. And so that sounds great. Let's see these challenges as opportunities and not threats. But that inherently goes against human nature. And especially in the world that we live in now, where we're surrounded by so much negativity, is that we are going to naturally grab onto that as a threat. So how do we bend our brain to look at this as an opportunity? You just do it. I don't know. That's not what I'm saying. You put it on a little pink sticky note and you put it on your monitor and you read it every day. That's right. I struggle with this because I do not struggle with seeing it in the positive light. One of the things that I want to get better at is translating and from a leadership position, being able to help someone make the transition from negative Nancy to positive Pete. And let's figure out how to help you do this. There are some that I just want to say, I'm not sure I can help. And it's everything is seen through the lens of negativity. I think it's your circle, what you're reading, garbage in, garbage out, who you're listening to. You have to reset everything. And if you are getting out of the sugar business. If you are getting no sugar, low carb, if you're going that direction and you're going to change your dietary plan, then step one is you have to clean out the pantry because you're going to gravitate back to it. But if you clean it out and if you remove access, then you give yourself a shot at eliminating sugar in your diet. So I think the same thing happens here. If you truly want to commit to positivity and getting out of always being negative, then you've got to cut off access to the toxicity and the negativity. And that may mean you got to change your circle. That may mean you got to change who you're listening to or what you're listening to or what you're watching because it's going to gravitate back. It's human nature to gravitate back to the things that we're used to because we are mostly all creatures of habit. If you are around positive people, you're probably going to be more likely to become positive. I saw this happen in one of the insurance groups last night, and I try to stay out of this group because it is so incredibly negative. And it is a huge group within our industry. And there was a guy yesterday that made a post that said, did you know that you can quit insurance and it's okay? And a lot of us feel like we cannot. But if quitting means getting away from something that is slowly eroding our life away to find purpose in something that will give us life, then that's not quitting 
it's upgrading. It was a long post, but it talked about look in the mirror and are you staying in this business because you're worried about what people are going to say if you get out of it? Or are you staying in this business because you're passionate and you love it? And it was like, okay, there was finally somebody that got it. There was finally somebody that was like, okay, I can't change anybody else. I've got to be the change. And it was like, I wanted to reach out to this person and say, okay, I want to be in your space. And if you become that positive person, then people are going to naturally want to be in your space. If you're not that happy, clappy person, like Shane's not a raw guy, but Shane can be positive without being raw. But people are naturally drawn to Shane because it's not that he's going to look at something from a super negative perspective or he's not going to look at it in a super positive perspective. He's going to look at it from a logical perspective. And I can embrace wanting to be around that. Right. Because it's not, oh, my gosh, it's not chicken little. The sky is not falling. And so it's not that we're asking you to try to change the people around you. We're just asking you to change your focus, change your perspective. And it's going to be amazing the people that you're going to start to attract. And as you start to attract people, you're going to attract business. There's an amazing book out there from a guy named Damon West. Damon West has an incredible story. He wrote a book with another guy. John Gordon called the coffee bean. The whole premise of the book is that by changing your world, then you basically change the world around you. That whole piece is about starts on the inside and works its way outward. It's an incredible book. If you're struggling with negativity, I would highly encourage you to read The Coffee Bean. It's a short story book. It's an easy read, incredible message that at the core of everything is positivity. We feel so strongly about Damon and what he brings to the table to business owners that we have brought him in at our annual conference, not once, but twice. We love his message and what he is doing. So yes, please check out The Coffee Bean. It is definitely one of those books that if you take it to heart, can change the world around you. As the rest of us are anticipating this weekend's matchup, because I think Colorado's got to go to Oregon. All right. So we're going to really find out if the newbie is here for the mainstay. And we're going to see what happens with Alabama and Clemson as they continue to get back to who they are. We need to take that away and just this analogy and understand in our agencies that we can maybe be that positive with our carrier reps. Hey, check on your carrier reps. They are not okay. They are not okay. They're constantly being asked to deliver negative news. Matter of fact, buy 10 copies, 15 copies of the coffee bean and have them at your office. And when you see your carrier rep, give them a copy of the coffee bean and let them take it with them. Give them a hug. They probably need a hug. I'm just saying it's been a long 12 to 18 months for our carrier reps. We might even be a little responsible for them feeling a little beat down right now. And we need them. They're great. They do great things for us. But talking about being the positive influence, there's an opportunity in your business every day is to 
be a positive influence to your carrier rep. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from gold medal sprinter Michael Johnson. The best motivation always comes from within. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.